I said, if I could just press, lay at his feet. Hallelujah. You know, we're not, you know when, you, when you're worshiping God, you're just not singing. You're lifting. Lifting your heart, your soul, your mind up to the King of Kings. And the Lord of Lords. You know, as, as Minister Manor was reading that scripture, a phrase that caught me was that when I go into his presence, I'm energized. Are you energized when you go into the presence of God? You get, get some strength. You get some power. You, so, so you're ready to go on another day, another week. Amen. By coming into his presence, we, we should be getting filled up. Whether it's on Sunday morning or whether it's by your bedside on Wednesday morning. You go into his presence. And it's just not always going to be a prayer. Sometimes you're just going to be get there easily. But the fact is, you want to get there. Because you know, as she was talking about, we go through things, amen. And how many of us are going through something right now? <laughs> Think about it. But I was talking to Pastor Linda this morning, and I, and I said this. I said, sometimes we need to not just go through it. All right, now. We need to grow through it. Grow. Hey! Huh? So you need to grow. Grow. See how you know the difference if you're going through it or you're growing through it. Come on here now. Huh? Preach. See if you're just going through hey, it, you may just end up bitter. That's it. That's hurt. It. That's angry. That's it. Unforgiving. Mad. Sad. But if you're growing through it, it makes you better. Learning as you're going through it. So you grow, grow, getting better. Yes. So don't just go through life. Let's grow through life. Yeah. Let's increase in Him. Yeah. Holding on to His word, yeah. believing Him. Do what the song says. Yeah. I still believe. Yeah. Yeah. Not when you put the word. In the, hey. See, see when you just when you just say I believe, that's one thing. That's it. But when you, you say I still, I still believe. Believe. I still believe. See, see, like I said, you lifting. Do you still believe? In spite of your circumstances? In spite of what the bill collector might be saying? In spite of what that man said when he walked out the door? We still believe. He's God. And we just want to lay at his feet. Come into his presence. And be energized. Ready for another day. Thank you, God. Because we're growing. Yes, growing. We're not just going through. Right. Through, through life. Yeah, fumbling and just going with the, with the flow. No, we're growing. Yeah. Getting better and better and better and better day by day. See, without him, I can understand getting bitter. But when we got Christ on board. <laughs> I said, when you got Christ on board, I, 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 you know, I, just, I was in, in the office thinking about 
the word that Pastor Sam Amen. preached on last week. Amen. Let him out. Let him out. But I begin to think about the fact that some people need to let him in. I said we need to see something. You, you can't let him out if you ain't let him in. See, so we need to let him in. Amen. And allow ourselves to get filled up so we can be able to let him out. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord this morning. Amen. We just going to pray. As we prepare our hearts this morning to receive the word, we're going to say welcome to everybody. Amen. Welcome to those that's online. Amen. And we just, we thank God that we can come into his presence. Call upon his name. Thank God for everyone that's here. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now for your goodness. We thank you, God, for, for your presence in our lives. And Lord, in this place, God, as we gather together, Lord, we, we are energized. We are lifted. We are encouraged, God. Because of who you are, in spite of what we may be going through, God, help us to grow through it, God. Help us to get better. Hallelujah. Help us to set our eyes upon you, God. And always be willing and ready to run to you in the midst of the struggles. Because you are our help. You are our strength. You are our comforter. Your scripture says you are ever-present help in the times of trouble. And we thank you right now. Because you are faithful, God. I said, you are faithful, God. You're a good, good father. And you're concerned about everything. So let your will be done here today. God, speak to our hearts and our minds. Lord, help us, Lord, to lay all our struggles at your feet. And help us to have an ear to hear what your spirit is saying unto the church. Speak to each and every one. Right where we are, God. Right where we are. Like only you can do. Break the strongholds. Set the captives free. Uplift the hung down head. Overdo the heavy burdens, God. Hallelujah. Let your light shine in our lives. Father, we thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Amen. Just thank God for another opportunity to be in the presence of the saints. Amen. And in the house of the Lord magnifying him, giving him glory. Thank you, Lord. Glad to be able to report, amen, the other black man made it home from the hospital finally. He's doing well, doing well, doing well, amen. Just continue to keep him in prayer. Hallelujah. It's a good thing. 90 years old and yet pressing, yet trusting, amen. We know he would want to be here, but he's building up his strength. You know, when they get, keep you in the hospital, they keep you laying in the bed, you begin to lose your strength. Amen. But God is a restore. Amen. And I believe he's on the restoration path right now to being restored. Amen. So we thank God. Man, I want to call Elder Johnny up here this morning. Hallelujah. We just want to pray with him. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes when we when we growing through stuff, we, it, it helps to know, amen, that we got the family on our side. Amen family come stand with him amen he got some news amen his sister's on life support right now and they may be pulling the plug tomorrow so we want to stand with our brother amen and just know that god is his strength we are his strength so let's reach our hands to him pastor sam you want to just come and hallelujah we just want to say we with you we want you to know we with you hallelujah god 
So, Father, we just come before you right now. Lord, we know all things are in your hands, Lord. Hallelujah. So we, we lift up his sister, Lord. We place her in your hands, her soul, her spirit, God. Lord, her outcome is all up to you right now, Lord. Lord, so we put it in your hands, Lord. And, Father, we stand with our elder Johnny, his family, God, his loved ones back at home. Lord, and we pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, that your spirit would be in the midst, God. Lord, that you would let it move upon each and every one, those that know you and those that don't, God. Lord, for your word says you are a comforter. Yes, Hallelujah. And we call upon you right oh, now, right even now, in this God. time, Lord, of heaviness, God, this time, Lord, knowing, God, that we can cast all our cares upon you, yes, Lord. Lord, because you care for us, Lord. Yes, yes, so Lord. I pray your spirit is undergirding him right yes, now. Yes, Strengthen him right now. Let him know the family of God stands with him right now. Yes, Lord. Lord, and with his family here, God, we pray right now, Lord, yes. that, that you would show yourself strong. God. Hallelujah. Even in this, yes, Lord. we are yet give you praise, God. Yet praise, we yet believe we still yes, believe god that you are on the throne yes Lord. and we thank you right now thank you, Lord. so your word say you give and you take away god yes, but Lord. you know the outcome for yes. each and every one of us yes, Lord. so we faithfully trust you, trust you and believe you right now yes, Lord. we thank you for thank this man god standing in you in jesus name amen, amen. thank you god thank you, we love you johnny hey hallelujah hallelujah Thank you, Lord. So we're going to get ready to go into the word this morning. Amen. And prepare your hearts to receive as I call Pastor Linda forth. Amen. Bring forth that word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Okay, amen. You guys, on that last little part, you know, I just love that part of that song, you know, you own the world. Yes. But you still want me. You still love me. And I, every time I sing that, I just think of this God that, man, how he loves us. He loves us so much, you guys. And the enemy, he always gets us caught up on some little stupid, petty, dumb, you know. When the greatest thing of all is the king of glory loves us. And that no matter what is going on in our life, he's good. He's good. And you said just what I was standing there when the lady her son had died and she was running and they was asking her. She said, it is well. And how, it is well. And no matter what. Well, y'all, it's well. And I want you to be encouraged this morning that it is well. It is well. You know, I was thinking about my week. It started off this week, and I started into the week, and then thinking about my mom and missing my mom so much. I just looked at her picture, and I was like, Mom, I just wish you were here. Thinking about my dad and him being in the hospital, thinking just one day it turned into day after day, and they kept finding something else, his kidney, his, his liver. And then all of a sudden, you know what? I just, I've never been this sick with any kind of whatever it was. 
but woke up in the middle of the night, vomit coming out my nose, my mouth. It just wouldn't stop, wouldn't stop, just kept going, kept going. I said, Lord, I wouldn't want to do or go through anything without God. Sure as we're born, we're going to have storms in our life. But I wouldn't want to go through any of it. Remember that, nation. None of it without God. Because it is because of God. And he gave From everything, from everything, God just began to come and minister to me, minister to me. And, I, and, and, and one of the things I thought was so precious, I felt kind of like, you know, my f- husband was taking care of my dad and I was sick. And, and I'm thinking about mom and I'm thinking, I am so alone. You know how the enemy will do that? And I just, I'm so. And it was so precious to me that um, my daughter, Nene, um, she calls me and, and she, you know, she can kind of tell something's wrong with her mom. And, and it just hit her that it was grandma's birthday. And then she goes, Mom, she said, well, you know what we can do? She said, let's just let's just celebrate like grandma would want to. She bought She said, let's just celebrate. Grandma wouldn't want you crying. Grandma would want you thanking God. She always had at least four parties planned on her birthday. Thank you, Lord, for a mom that taught me to celebrate life and to love God. And then I looked at my dad, and they began to tell my dad as as uh, my, they met some of my children, and they were telling my dad, oh, you're so blessed. She said, you're so blessed to have the children that you have. She said, because there's a lot of um, older people. They don't have family that ministers to them and comes to see about them. And they don't have that. And they said, you are just so lucky. What did you do? And this just blessed me. So my dad goes, I didn't do anything. He said, it's God. It's all God. And when I look at him, 90-some years old, still planted in God and giving glory to God, I was like, I am so glad. I am so blessed that God has given me that rich inheritance to know that God is the joy and the strength. Come on, you guys. God is the joy and the strength of my life. And this morning, even as I pray for Elder Johnny, I know that Johnny has something way deeper than happiness that's holding him. It's that joy. The joy that goes beyond earthly circumstances and lifts us up beyond everything that this earth. There's a joy in God that can lift us above it, you guys. And it can help us to stand through the storms of life. But we've got to be fully persuaded this morning. As as I pray, that is what God has given me this morning for us to 
Why do we do the things that we do? Are we fully persuaded this morning? I didn't just say persuaded, okay? I'm talking about fully persuaded. This says, I shall not be moved. Like a tree planted by the rivers of the waters, I shall not be moved. Because I am planted in Christ this morning. Lord, as we go into your word. Oh God, we're so thankful this morning that your word is truth and your word is power and your word it is deliverance, God. And this morning we ask God that whatever our hearts need, God, whatever our hearts come by here, oh God. Do not pass anybody by, oh God. Right need it, God. We ask that you would plant your word, your seed of your word, oh God that it would grow and bring forth fruit in our lives, that it would keep us strong in these trying and difficult seasons, God, when, when chaos is all around, oh God, and people are searching for answers, God. Oh God, let us be persuaded that you are the answer, God. Oh God, let there not be any doubt, oh God. Oh God, we come into the house, God. We come because you said, how can we hear? Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. And it says, how can we hear? Except you send a preacher. You sent the preacher, God. So you sent the word. And so, God, we ask right now that your preach word would do what you called it to do. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys, I'm so glad for the preach word. And this morning, before I go into the word this morning... I want my grandson to come here, Adonijah. Come here, Adonijah. My Nijah. And we're going to, right after that, we'll release the children, okay? Um, look at my grandson, y'all. Oh, he's so handsome. I love him so much. But I just wanted, I wasn't here, and I missed his birthday, and he turned 20 years old. 19. 19. <laughs> well, 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 I'm not going to bust no. Okay. Thank you, God. I can pull you back a year. Okay. Oh, I'm so glad for him. And I'm so glad that he's in the house of the Lord this morning. Come on. He don't have to be here this morning. And I'm so, I'm so glad for one of the things that's such a, honorable young man he honors me and and pastor david and my dad he's just such an honorable man and i'm just just so blessed to have him as my grandson and i just wanted you to stand here and you you thought you didn't get it but you're gonna get it come on everybody let's sing happy birthday happy birthday to you happy birthday to you <laughs> Happy birthday, Adonijah. Happy birthday to you. I love you, baby. I love him. God bless and keep him. Amen. Oh, the purposes of God over his life in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning I want to talk about being fully persuaded and it's been something that has been on my mind um, and just 
God keeps on wherever I go. Um, he shows me again about the persuasion that we need to have a godly persuasion. I was in the store and I could hear these people and they were talking and conversation was kind of like rambling through more than one and they was talking about uh, marriage and children and just life in general and one of the men were saying you know what he he said oh I'm just doing the best I can I'm just living this life the best I can and so one of them had some teenagers that was giving them a little problem they said yeah because nobody gave us a book on how to raise these rebellious teens and nobody book on how to to walk out our marriage so we're just doing the best we can and I thought to myself you know as they were just talking and talking I was like you know and some people are just so content in just doing the best they can instead of realizing there is a book come on Thinking as I heard him, as you could hear in their in their tone, you know, uh, the one man about his wife, and he was trying to please his wife. He said, "You know, there's just not enough, nothing to show us when we get married how to do it." And they're just, uh, you know, they felt at a loss. And a lot of times, you look at the whole world and everything that's going on. When you turn on the news, it's just everything. You just find people are at a loss. Who do I believe? You know, and then there's the other other side of of that says I'm gonna do what I want to do. Each extreme needs to know that there is a way. And the thing is, is that we can come in and out of these doors and be persuaded. Have you ever been persuaded about something? While you were listening to it. <laughs> okay. You know. So that's why I'm, I'm saying fully persuaded. Because some things persuade us. In, in the way that someone brings it across. It's, it's the delivery. And I want to dim- dismiss the children. Okay. So <laughs> the children can be dismissed to their class. I'm sorry. Thank you Thomas. Some things we can be f- persuaded about, you know, somebody can tell us something and it sounds so good, you know, and, and we'll be like, and, and have you ever been at church and you go, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. You hear something in the word and you say, today I'm going to do it. Today I'm going to do it. I'm going to start it. But then you really haven't counted up the whole cost of what you just said and so that when the week comes (laughs) you back out of it okay you know we can do something as easy say I'm gonna fast for three days you heard the somebody said I ain't never said that but the church that we grew up in me and pastor there was a lot of fasting going on and so so I would always be like the one that I wasn't really fast happy. I wasn't a fast happy person. That means I wasn't happy about fasting. So I these people and I would think, man, 
I mean, I've seen them go days, we, a week or so. So I'd be like, uh, you know what? I need to be stronger than this. And so this one time I said in church, and every time I'm fasting, I said, I'm going to go three whole days. <laughs> My husband was gone, and I said, I'm going to go three whole days. It sounded so good. I was persuaded, guys, in my mind, I'm, I'm going to fast three days. The first day came, and I, I fasted, okay, because I was used to fasting a day, okay. That second day came, and, and um, my body started start shaking, okay. By that night, y'all, by that night, I was sitting up. I was so shaky. And so the persuasion that, you know, that I persuaded, it was like I began to say, you know what? You really didn't ask God about this. <laughs> I was like, you know what? And you didn't even tell your pastor about this. And I started, you know, wavering. I was like, I and then I said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. By that next morning, you guys, I was, you know how y'all said, I will just lay, lay at your feet. <laughs> what whatever I needed you for God I think it's done we can be persuaded but not fully persuaded and it takes full persuasion to follow Christ and I'm not here this morning to to condemn us okay if we're not fully persuaded yet. Everybody say yet. Yes. Isn't that, is there something about that? Because that means that I'm progressing toward it. All right. Well, if we're not fully, but, but we have to know how to get fully persuaded and get there because when we get fully persuaded, we get the fullness of God's promises and his word, right? We get the fullness of, what was that word that Pastor David used? Effect and effect, right? We get that when we get the fullness of being fully persuaded. So we're going to start with um, Father Abraham, okay? And in Romans 4 and 18 in the Message Bible, it says this. When everything was hopeless, and you guys, I must really really be claiming deliverance this morning. I looked down, I said, how am I seeing these words? Okay, when Oh, I love that word anyway. When anyway, deciding to live not on the basis of what he saw he couldn't do, but on what God said he would do. And so going to have a big family, Abraham. So this is the message Bible, bringing out the promise that God had uh, given Abraham that he was going to, you know, be a father of many nations. All right. And he said that even though things was hopeless, Abraham believed anyway. And we're going to we're going to get down to what was so hopeless. OK, our beliefs determine our behavior. Okay, if we're not fully persuaded about something, it will ultimately show up in our behavior. 
We can say, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. And most of us believe as long as the sun is shining. As long as things are going good in our life, I believe, I believe, I believe. As long as there's no pressure, but let the pressure come on and begin to squeeze us, then we find out how much we really believe, all right? And it'll show up in our behavior. It'll show up in our walk. It'll show up in our talk. You know, we can say, I believe in God. I believe in the word of God. I believe in going to church. Let somebody hurt me at church. I'm out of church. It'll show up. Of God are not all well. They're just about as sick as you are or I am. And when we really get out of the delusion that everybody is well, and so when somebody acts up, we're like, oh, my God, I'm I'm leaving here. I'm going to another church. There's just some more of us there. And when we walked into the door, we walked in, right? And so the thing is, when we get over that, God wants to see what happens when we're fully persuaded, okay? When you're fully persuaded, you can stand through every storm. You can stand when you're fully persuaded. Pesos is the Greek definition for persuaded. And it means convinced. It means to assent to, to rely, to be assured, to believe to have confidence, to make friend, to obey, to trust, and to yield. All that means that you are persuaded. It means that you are convinced. You are totally convinced. And sometimes when we hear things, it sounds good, but we're not yet convinced, right? It sounds good, and that's okay. And I'm not saying that anything's wrong with that, because... You have to try something, right? You have to try it. I, I thought the other day how I don't ever go out to a car and I don't go to the car and stand there and go, I wonder when I push this button, will this handle open? I don't, I don't stand and go, I wonder. I never go and put my key in my lock and My dad's lock, though. But anyway, my lock, I never go and put the key in my lock. And before I get up to my door, I just stand there and look and go, man, I wonder. I wonder when I put this gold key in that hole, if I turn it, is it going to unlock? I don't do that. Right? I just walk up to my door. Hopefully find my keys. Get in the door. Slap it in there, and I have an expectation that that door is going to open. Side pushing it back, but and I'm not even going. How does the door open? I want y'all to get this part too. I don't go up to that door going. How does this work? You. This key go into that hole and turn that tumbler. I don't even think about a tumbler. I need somebody to fix this a little tight. I don't even think about that. I only know that because Pastor David told me about a tumbler. But in all actuality, I don't even think about the mechanics That's of right. it. That's right. Right? That's right. That's right. Why? Because there, 
I'm persuaded, but I was persuaded by the fact that I tried it. Right? I've always. door and when you put the key in the door it's going to turn and so I put the key and it did exactly what it was supposed to do and so I've never thought about it again that this key won't turn I've never thought it, I've just never came over my mind again that this this is not going to work and what I'm trying to tell you this morning is that that's the same way about Jesus many of you are here this morning and maybe you haven't tried I'm, I'm inviting you to try Jesus try I just want to go. Acquire the taste for it, okay? I didn't like it. It was nasty. And I didn't like it. And I didn't. Li- they said you haven't tried the right kind. Well, I don't even want to try. But we'll try and try and try and try and try and try, and try right? They'll try and taste. Well, I'm just telling you this morning, try Jesus. And keep on trying him. And don't try him off of what somebody else said. Okay? Cause cause sometimes that's why why we don't have friends. Because we are knowing somebody off of what somebody else said. So we miss out on a lot of things because we don't try for ourselves. Okay. We go. Well, my daddy said, you can say, this is what I know about Jesus. He's all right. He's all Okay. It means that we have confidence in him and we make a friend with him. I like that when it said one of the definitions, make friend with him. Are you a friend of God? Hallelujah. Are you really a friend of God? Okay. And to obey and to trust and to yield to him. When we're persuaded, we obey. Uh, Persuaded is not just the thought. It's an action. It's not just I, I, I love God, you know, with my thoughts, but I love God with my actions. Okay. Today, one of the things that I know that the enemy does any time with the people of God is is try to fool us and make us believe that God doesn't love us, okay, because of something we did, something we said, 
somewhere we was at that we shouldn't have been, that God doesn't, God actually just loves us. And we have to believe that he absolutely loves us. There's nothing we can do. There's nothing we cannot do that stops God from, and you know, sometimes we get to scared to tell people that because we say, oh, well, that's giving them a license to do whatever they want to do. No, God is, his love is so great and amazing that he has confidence in his, confidence in his love, that his love will, in the dirt, in the pit, you will look up and says, he still loves me. That's right. That's right. How can, how can he love me? And in the pit, when he looks, when we look up and see him looking down with his hand reached out to us, it amazes us so much, right? Who couldn't love a God like that? And God has confidence in his love. His love is, is, is far reaching. It never stops. It's, it's, he said, I will love you with an everlasting love. But the enemy, the enemy comes to make us feel like, look what you did. Look how far you went. God is disgusted. God hates you. But God needs us to know this morning that he is a God that loves his people. He needs us to know that he is God. (laughs) And there is none other. There's a whole lot of things that we worship in this world. And um, I I was talking to my husband because I'm seeing a lot of things going on in the world today that... People, they want to put God to the side because we, we want to fit in. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't want to talk about God because it might disrupt. So you hear people say things like the universe. Come on. Well. The universe is bringing me. The universe is bringing me. And in my mind, I'm like, and who made the universe? The Bible says that we're serving the created more than the creator. I'm just dropping stuff today. We're, we're, we're serving, we're, we're doing all this stuff, but there's a creator that we're forgetting. The creator of heaven and earth. I am, and so, but, but to fit in to this world and make it more universally received, we say these things like the universe instead of saying deserves all the glory God is good God is good all good even right now God is good his word is truth in the name of Jesus come on and his blood y'all can bring me the other And the best thing of all is I am his child. Some of us feel discounted. We feel out. Like if I just had better parents, if my parents could love me more, if my parents could have done more for me. But let me tell you something this morning. (laughs) You're his child. You're God's child. Ultimately, We all have a father and a good, good father. All of us have a good, good father, and that's our heavenly father. And he has a plan for us, and that's a good, good plan, all right? 
when we look at this chapter about um, Abraham, in Romans 4 and 19, it says this. Abraham was given a promise because his faith was in God. But in Romans 4 and 19, he had things that would, if you looked at it, it would seem like, how is this promise going to come to pass? In Romans 4 and 19, it says, and being not weak in faith, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Now, everybody might not have heard this story, but in this story, God promises Abraham a son. And he gives him this promise, not when he's 38. He gives him this promise when he's 100 years old, okay? And God is a God that when he gives us something, our promise of something, if there's no God factor in it, See, some things we can just get, up, get, just get it. But, but you'll know that God is giving you because there's a God factor that you're going to have to lean totally on the Lord to believe it and to receive it. All right. And so in this, it says, but it says him not being weak in faith. Weak in faith. A lot of times that sounds like something none of us want to hear about. We all want to consider ourselves strong in faith. But as we start out, you guys, we all start out weak in faith. It's something that has to be cultivated. It's something that God has to show us. It's it's tests that we have to go through to build up our faith muscle. So when it says, and being not weak in faith, it means that Abraham had been built up. Abraham had had a relationship with God. Abraham had already been through some situations that when God told him this thing, his faith was all that God said just pick up your family and leave this place and go to a place that he didn't even know where he was going. But he did exactly what God told him to do. So he began to find out that when God, if God tells you to do something, he'll lead you through it. He'll guide you through it. He'll walk. So he learned that you can depend on God. And sometimes in our lives, there's these situations that we're wondering why. Why am I going through this? Why am I going through this? It's it's a cause to build up your faith muscle. And God will give you only so much, all right? And and, and in that much, he's, he's showing you. He's testing you. Will you believe me? Will you receive my word? And as you believe, have you known the places where God has told you something and you walked out on it and it was just like God said? And so what that did was it built up your faith muscle for the next time God told you something. Now you can say, you know what? He's been faithful. He's been true. He is who he said. He's a God that cannot lie. So if he tells me to do this, I'm going to do this because when he told me to do that, he was right there. Full persuasion comes from an intimate relationship with the way maker, promise keeper our God. Come on. It's a daily walking and talking and listening. You guys, this is not no shoddy relationship. It's not no um, on and off relationship saying that I know somebody. You can't have a relationship with a person and and, and, and it's just on and off. And, and, and you got to get intimate with them so that you can really know them. All right. 
I know Pastor David because I thought I knew him when we first said I do. Okay? I thought I knew him when we first said I do. But walking with him in marriage, daily walking, I begin to find out more things, right? As you begin to walk with people, it's intimate things. It's, it's, it's he, get to, he, he saw me with the curlers in my head that I didn't show him. You know, there's that, sh- that, that look of that you don't let somebody see when you're first going with them, right? There's an intimate knowing. There's an imp- intimate, now he knows I snore. I, I, I didn't, he didn't know that before, okay? There's an intimacy that comes. Then there's things that he finds out that I like, you know, that he didn't know that I like. He's there, there's things that he found like, that I hate, that he didn't know that I hated, Okay? And I don't know, I don't care how much we talk to one another as we are courting one another. There are still things that you find out once you say, I do. I need everybody to hear that. There are still things that you find out once you say, I do. And that's an intimacy. You know, intimacy means that I allow you now to see into me things that before we was in a covenant relationship, I might not show you. All right. And so God, we're in a covenant relationship with God. And that means that we need to be intimate with him. We need to be talking to him and listening, not just talking, but listening, because that's the a lot of us want to talk, 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 but talk, talk, talk and never listening doesn't be intimacy right that means that i'm telling you have you ever been about a person and they tell you all about themselves all about them and when you walked away they you think to yourself they didn't even ask me how i was doing i've been around people that when i got through i knew everything and i knew that they didn't know anything about me but the whole thing is was a conversation about themselves but when we're intimate we are intimate and learning about one another are you tired of not knowing what to believe who to believe tired of not knowing what's right and wrong do you find yourself being double-minded vacillating back and forth believing this today don't know if you believe it tomorrow do you find a lot of you know there's not stability because you can't stand flat-footed in an area the wind comes and whichever way the wind blows you find yourself blowing because you haven't made this persuasive fully persuasive decision is fear gripping you and i see this a lot in the world and i don't know where it happened but fear grips us and fear grips a lot of our young people today as they begin to look at our world and wonder what they're you know you grow up thinking what you're going to do and how you're going to do it but the world is changing and as you see the world change you begin to wonder what kind of world am what kind of world am i going to live in and what kind of things that i hope for are they going to be able to come to pass in this world as crazy as it is and so there's a lot of fear going on Well, in the book that teaches us about this life, he can fully persuade us. And and he says, I know you're tired and you're weary. And I know you're tired of looking and wondering. He says, and he tells us, come unto me (laughs) and I will give you rest. Because sometimes we're not just sleepy like I need this body rest. We're tired because our mind needs rest our mind is whirling our mind is saying what's next our mind is saying what am I going to do and God said come unto me and I will give you rest he said come learn of me 
Oh, I'm encouraging you this morning to be fully persuaded. You got to come learn of God. You can't just come on Sunday morning, you guys. It's a wonderful thing. It's part of when you learn of him. It's part of of discipline that he gives us. But you've got to learn of him beyond Sunday. You've got to go into your home and you've got to turn on some, some preaching tapes. You've got to get into your word. You've got to get on your knees. You, you, you've got to keep on having interaction with the word of God so that the word of God can become life to you and become real to you. He says, come unto me and I will give you rest. Full persuasion. We need to have full persuasion in God. You need to believe that he is the answer for your life today. Because if you don't believe that he is the answer, you will go, keep going seeking answers from anybody and everybody. And I'm not going to say from any and everybody because some of us seek answers from people that we really think are really smart. We really do. But I want you to understand that if their answer doesn't line up with the word, they're not as smart as you think they are. Their answer has to line up with the word of God. And weak faith is when you spend time thinking about the impossibilities. This is how you know you got weak faith. When you spend time thinking about the impossibilities instead of what God says in his word. I don't know how you're going to do this, Lord. Lord, you said I could have this house. But I don't know how I'm going to get this house, God. Lord, I don't have that much money to get this house. Lord, I don't even have good credit. I don't know how I'm going to get this house. Lord, you said I was going to be healed. But, God, I've been walking around with this pain in my leg for the last 20 years. God, how are you going to fix that? Lord, they've given me every medicine possible. God, see, it's when you start thinking about all the impossibilities instead of what God said. I was listening, and, and, and I told my husband this. I was reading and about um, Pastor Wiggles, Wiggles, I call him Wigglesworth, okay? So I was reading about him, and I had to sit there, you guys, but then it hit me. So he goes to a woman's house, and the woman's husband is dead. And him and his wife go to give condolences to the woman. Y'all need to read some of his stuff. And so he goes there, and when he gets there, they, he, they go into the foyer, and there's a, a parlor with the door closed where the woman's dead husband is in, laying in the coffin because, you know, in the older days, they had their wakes inside their home and the body laid in the home. And so he is talking to the wife, but then walks past the wife, opens the, the um, door, goes in, and tells the man, Get up. The man did not get up. He picks the man up, puts him against the corner of the wall, and he says, get up and walk. Slides down the wall. You know, what we all would expect anyway, okay, if we don't have faith. And the next thing, he slides down the hall, you know, slides down the wall. The next thing, they are outside. The wife and them are outside the door. The next thing he picks up and he tells them, get up and walk. And the next thing you know, him and the man walks out the parlor. Diane's looking like me. Okay, so when I came, though, but I, how easily I forgot. 
See, sometimes we get so nonchalant about what God can do, we forget what God can do. And so as I walked in the kitchen, I said, I, was, I said, babe, let me read you this story. I need to, <laughs> I said, I need to, I said, I need to read you this story. I said, you, I said, it's, it's about this pastor Wigglesworth. And, and my husband's already goes, he's like, Linda, he, he did some things out of faith. And I'm thinking, let me read you the story. <laughs> and so I go, you know, I, I, my husband's just giving this, you know, this, he, you got to read some of the things that he's done. So I'm like, okay, babe, but let me read you this story. So I read the story. My husband, you know, he's helping me cook and he's, he just calm, and I said, and he fell down the wall. And I said, and then he lifted him up again, and then he fell down. And then he walks out the room with him. And I'm looking at my husband like, that's what he said he did, babe. That's what he said. And my husband's just like this. Yes. He goes, yes, you know, and you need to read some other things that he did through grace. And so I'm standing there, and I'm on the inside, my inside going, and then the Lord reminds me, I begin to think, why am I even thinking like this is impossible when I know of a time where I stood in a bedroom with a woman that had her baby that was born dead, dead, stone dead, Pastor David and the pastors was in 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 the living room, and we come out and we tell them the baby's dead, pray and pray and pray and the woman that was holding the baby this is my goddaughter Sarah that's alive today and as the as the woman's holding her she hears the Holy Spirit says take your hand and go down her back seven times calling on the name of Jesus and she told all of us call on that so she would go down one Jesus Jesus we did that seven times baby blue baby blue just dead seven times they're in the living room. You hear this explosion. They all, all the pastors hit on the seventh time, hit the wall, and they hit the wall. We're talking about hit the wall, fall out, and the baby coughs and cries. Now, you know what? See, some of us, <laughs> this morning, we got to be fully persuaded, you know, because God is a God of miracles, and he still does miracles. And I remember, just like some of us are looking at, like, how... couldn't have happened even when we took her to the hospital they said that could not have happened she would have been brain dead for the length of time they said that that couldn't happen so you know what god did god said and 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 you guys can look it up because it's still in lamore look up heather hotton okay so in lamore they said that you know no she'd be brain dead so god let it happen again this time the baby was born and 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 at the hot that we let you know she kept going back and forth to the hospital and they kept sending her home and then she because she was in such labor and then she was bleeding and then we sent her back and they'd send her home well the last time that that you know they said she wasn't in full labor well the last time that they took her back they did an x-ray on her and found out that there was a bone that was blocking her pelvic and that in all actuality making it hard for the baby to come out she was in full labor but the bone was stopping it well the next thing we find out is they calling us and they're telling us you guys come to the hospital and pray with the mom because the baby's already dead dead now you guys not just dead 
toe tag dead, covered up dead, ready for the coroner to come pick up dead. So when we get there to the hospital, you guys, we get there to the hospital, we begin to think, because they've told us the baby's dead, and when we get, to, but that the mama might die too. So when we get there, we're all in the, in, in the, in the hospital, and we all begin to pray, 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 pray. And the next thing you know, the man comes running out, out of the uh, operating room, because they're operating on Dinah. They come out the operating room, and the man goes, I don't know what you guys are doing. I don't know what you guys are doing. But the baby, now the baby, y'all, the baby that's been dead, okay, done came back alive, toe tag ready for the coroner, and the mom, the Lord blessed the mama. You guys, there was a shouting in that hospital. And to this day, that's a testimony in Lamore about the baby. This was for man to see about the baby born dead that came back to life. Fully persuaded. And when I thought about it, I said, Lord, I've seen legs grow back. Me and David, we say the dead bought back. We've seen our pastor rolled over by a tractor trailer, rolled over him. And that night he's standing up in the pulpit preaching. We have seen miracles and miracles. And I begin to think, what happens to our faith? If we don't utilize our faith, if we don't work our faith, it's like anything that you don't work. Any muscle you don't work, you'll lose it. And so this morning, I want us to be fully persuaded that God is a God of miracles. That he cannot lie. And somebody says, so, so um, Pastor Linda, what do you think? This would I want you to, there was a moment where when I went into the hospital with um, Tim, I went into the hospital, and so this is what God showed me, because I don't want y'all to run out of here. God will do what he said he will do, okay? Not what you want him to do, okay? So I wanted him to get up, okay? I wanted him to get up. I wanted him to get up. And so when I went in the room with him, I was like, God, I want him to get up. Why come he can't get up? I want him to get up. Just just get up, you know. And so I remembered tentatively going over to him like this. And I was like, get up, please, in the name of Jesus. Okay? It was what I wanted. It was not what God said. And I need you to understand that because the only miracle you get is the one that God said. Okay, do you understand the miracle? Everybody's not going to get up from the dead. They're not. Okay, everybody's not going to to, um, you know, get that that thing come out of their body. There's some things that God allows. But first of all, have faith enough to ask God, what do you want? What do you through me your will be done because a lot of times we're asking God for our will okay and we get so mad at God because it didn't work out I'm mad I'm mad I'm mad and the enemy said you didn't have enough faith you didn't have enough faith you should have you should have went in there and just grabbed him up out no God didn't tell me to do that but what God says do what God says 
do what God says. There's power behind what God said. God was specific with the little baby. God said, go down her back seven times and say, Jesus. And we did no more. We did no less. Seven times we did exactly what God said. Jesus. On the seventh Sarah was back to life. You got to do what God says. You got to do it like God says it. And you have to be fully persuaded. Because when I look at myself, some of my things are, please, if you would, could have. God, God, please, I just want you to do this. He said, speak to the mountain. And sometimes I find myself speaking about the mountain. But God says, speak to. Sometimes it's if I'm not fully persuaded in God's word where I have an understanding of what God is telling me to do, then I'm mad at God, but I actually didn't do what God told me to do. God said, be fully persuaded. It says that Abraham did not consider his own body. And I love this. It means that he didn't consider. He didn't look at that I'm a 100 years old. How can this be? How can I have a baby? My wife is old. He said he didn't even consider it. He just believed what God says. And see, when you get a word from the Lord, first you're going to have to have an intimate relationship that you know is the word. I've seen people that just because the word says you can cast out demons in my name, that they get up and they try to cast out demons in their name or in their strength. And the demon jump on them and have them running up out of here. But the thing is, God wants us to understand that it's through his power, be fully persuaded through his might, through full understanding of the word of God, that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. It's under God's word, under his anointing. And he considered not his body. What are you considering in your life that's stopping you from having faith? What are you considering? This is too hard. I've been doing this forever. You know, I'm so blessed by different ones. I'm looking at Felicity as she's went into losing weight. And you know what I'm saying? We are very proud of her. But it's not by her might nor by her power. It's her believing and Seeing how, and just because she, see, what we'll do is we'll go, well, that miracle came that way for fellacy, so I'm going to do the same thing. Some of us want to be cheaters. We don't want to go to God, okay? We, we want to get our faith off of somebody else's faith. But God wants you to have your own faith. Yes, you inspire me, but God will instruct me. Do you see what I'm saying? We're going around telling people what I did it this way and I did it that way. And you should know, did God tell you to do that? Did God tell you to do that like that? We need to understand that I need to be fully persuaded that God has told me what to do and how to do it. Okay. Some healing may come through me going to a doctor. But it still comes from God. And you know how somebody said, I don't never go to no doctor. Okay? I love that scripture. It says one man eats meat, another one doesn't. Okay? But God says whatever is done in faith. Okay? If it's not done in faith, it's sin. And so we sometimes we try to put off what God has told us to do. God tells me to fast for three days. And I'm like, Jessica, 
you need to fast with me for these three days. God, no, did God tell her to fast for three days? See, the thing is, is that then we fail and then we get mad at God because you need to know the Father's voice. You fully persuaded that God is speaking to you. When's the last time that you heard God give you a directive or are you following your own directions or somebody else's? God said, and then get mad. That's where our our persuasion is lost because we get mad when it doesn't come out right, but it didn't come out right because it wasn't the voice of God. I was following the voice of someone else. And the voice of God will never go against the voice of his word. So you already know when it's out out of uh, God, when it goes against his word. You know what I'm saying? There's just people that'll say, God told me not to do this. God, and I go, what's that? That doesn't line up with his word. His word is truth, you know? His word is truth. And you got to take whatever God, whatever God tells me or I think God tells me, I got to go back and say, wait a minute, does that line up with your word? And I I guarantee you I'm going to find it in the word of God. If God told me, I'm going to find it in the word of God. And it lines up with the word of God and so I can walk it out. God wants us. To be fully persuaded. I'm going to end on. There's so much more to this. But I'm going to end on this little boy. The father comes in the book of Mark. And he comes to tell the teacher that he bought his son who had been cutting himself. And was under a, a, a spirit, you know. And he comes because he wants his son to be heal, healed. He talks about how the son fell off on the ground. And he kept rolling and foaming at his mouth. The son needed deliverance. And he comes to Jesus and he says this to Jesus. And this is what we're doing sometimes. He says, but if you can do anything, this is what he's telling Jesus. But if you can do anything, do have pity on us and help us. And here's Jesus' answer for us all today. And Jesus said, you say to me, if I can do anything why all things can be possible to him who believes. And it says, at once, the father of the boy gave an eager, piercing, inarticulate cry with tears. And he said, Lord, I believe. Constantly help my weakness of faith. This blessed me so much. Two words in there that once the word hit his spirit, instantly he didn't wait but instantly right he said I believe instantly and I I love it says after he believed he said Lord I believe but then he said constantly Lord I'm believing right now but unbelief might hit me somewhere else but he so he said constantly help my weakness of faith you guys, this morning, I'm telling you, there's areas you, there's blessings and promises that are yours. Time has went on a long, long time, and you don't even know how it's coming, but it's coming. Just, if you just stay still, and Robert, I don't, you just stay still. There's a ram in the bush that's running to meet your faith, not your want, 
not your desires, but it's coming to meet your faith. And God said, as soon as your faith, it just shakes it off and knows that you know that what God has said he's going to do is not about time. It's about what he said he's going to do. God said, as soon as your faith meets that, there's your ram. It's your, your faith. Do you understand that? That ram was running. All, remember the. Caught up in the bush. And it was caught up in the bush just long enough to see Abraham lift up that knife and says, God said it. I'm going to do it. And the ram was released. Because the faith was released, the ram was released. And this morning, you guys, you got to be so fully persuaded that even if it, what God has told you, I don't care how long it's taken, I don't care what it looks like, there's a ram just waiting for your faith. It's just waiting for your faith. That's all your, your promise is right there. That's the ram is waiting for your faith though. And you're going to have to believe. And you're going to have to believe and be fully persuaded. If God says they're going to be healed, they're going to be healed. If God says your children are going to be delivered, they're going to be delivered. I don't care what anybody says or anybody thinks. I'm learning this right now. I'm just watching the story. God said, just watch the story. Everybody got a story. Why are you so scared about the story? Watch the story. I done told you the end of the story. But the end of the story would not even be as powerful if there was in this part of the story come on being fully persuaded what God has told you if God said you're going to be healed you're going to be healed if God said you're going to be delivered you're going to be delivered if God said you're going to be successful you're going to be successful but what and when God tells you it hang on be fully persuaded don't look at your circumstances don't look at things that would count you out Some of y'all are looking at things that will count you out. But God said, them very things, y'all, them are the very things right there that's going to be such a powerful part of your testimony because there's so many people that feel counted out. And if you're one of them that's felt counted out but can say, no, what? God has counted me in. Look at my life. You are there to be a testimony for somebody else to help bring them through. Fully persuaded. Who's fully persuaded? I'm going to walk with the Lord. I'm going to stay on the battlefield till I die. (laughs) I'm not running away. I belong here. I'm not going nowhere. Come on. Who believes that today? Who believes that today? That what God says is mine is mine. Now, remember, I can't overemphasize this. God said what I said. Not what you say, what I said. You might say that man is mine, and now you said God said that man is mine. No, 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 no. No, it don't work like that. It works like what God says, all right? Because haven't we said somebody was mine? No. And, mm, come on, and didn't work out. Because you bought something to you. And here, God, you, I love that little thing where the, the little girl, and Sam's talked about it before, she has a little teddy bear. And behind God's back, he got this big, gigantic teddy bear. And your want is not even half what God wants to give you. And so God is saying, being fully persuaded that God wants what's best for me. Okay? Not what I want, but what's best. You guys stand, stand today. There's so many notes today. 
But I just thank God he has what he wants us to get to today. I believe, Lord, help. Let's say that. Help my unbelief. And it goes, you know, the greatest blessings is where we're going to get attacked with unbelief and doubt. The greatest things that God wants to do to reveal his glory, the enemy's coming in with an onslaught to make us back up. Don't back up. If God said it, I believe it, and that settles it. Can you imagine Abraham's mind at 40-something years old that he would think in his mind, I'm going to have a baby at 100. No. And some of us, we give up because that's what we count age. We count age. We say, surely this is not coming to me. I'm, I'm this old. Surely I'm not going to get blessed. I've been waiting. Sure, Mother Allen, surely I'm not going to get blessed. I heard y'all get silent up in here. But that's all right. If God said it, that settles it. Everybody ain't going to believe what God does for your life. If I walked out on what everybody thought I should and could or would, it would just have been a mess. But I thank God. You got to do what the Lord says do. And God is no respecter of age, time, none of those things. He's not. And I thank God this morning because he is God. He is God. Being fully persuaded in this situation, he is God, Johnny. And our situations are bigger than what we think. And there's something greater than what we know that God is doing in every single situation. Bible says be fully persuaded in your own mind. <laughs> Creature, you, you can't be persuaded because of Nasia. Beautiful. I think they said your name is Aubrey. Aubrey? Aubrey, yes, they told me your name. You cannot be persuaded on anything because of them. Oh, they can inspire you, but you are going to have to know the Lord for yourself. And can I tell you, try him. He's a good, good father. And he loves you so much. I've seen it in my life. Where he works things out. He's working it out. He's working it out, baby. He's working it out. I'm a witness. I'm a witness. That's why I'm telling you, try him. Because he's working it out. And he wants to show you how absolutely you are loved. It's not anything that you could do. It's not anything that, that you have done. There's nothing that can stop God from loving you. And you know what? Right now it may seem that he's putting you on the spot. But you know why he's doing it? <laughs> He'll go through this whole church. And he'll come right to that one. And he'll say, baby, you the one today. I need to let you know that I love you. I know all about you. I know what you're going through. And I'm on your side. And I'm fighting. I don't care who's against you. God said this. If I be for you, who can be against you? That's what he said. He said, if I'm for you, who can be against you? They may think they're but you God to set you up in a way that your very enemies will have to look back and go, oh, because he is for you. And this day, he wants you to be fully persuaded Amen. 
You know, I thought about you too. Inviting her to be here today reminds me of the story where they bought the, the lame man. He was lame, but the friends, the friends bought their friend to Jesus and they bought him. They didn't care what the crowd was going to be. They climbed up on the roof and tore the roof to get their friend to Jesus. And today they've got you to Jesus. And Jesus wants you to know. He will heal. He will deliver. He will bring you out. You will have victory. (laughs) Your life will be enlarged, and you will find out how much you can do with God. Okay? You don't need nobody else because God will bring who you need in your life. But you can do it with God. And so, absolutely. One more thing while you're talking to Aubrey. She said, oh, God, it is God. (laughs) All I know is since I've seen you walking, I haven't even talked to those two. But the thing God put in my heart to tell you is that there is no shame. Oh, Jesus. Amen. No shame. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. There is no shame. Okay, so Mother Allen, I'll put you, through, put you on the roof too. <laughs> I knew, I talked to them, so I knew that she was coming. But I knew that you would be here today. And we prayed, prayed as we talked that today would be a day for you. It's your day. You came in. You tried him. You didn't have to come in today. You tried him. And he will satisfy. Keep trying him. Keep trying him. He will satisfy. And just thanking God, you guys, in the name of Jesus, as we bow our heads. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for... This word, being fully persuaded. I need you guys to get in your word and just look up persuasion and begin to, wherever you need to be persuaded, I need you to start reading up on that. If your hope needs to be persuaded, come on, get in the word of God. If your love needs to be persuaded, let's get in the word of God. Let's look these things up, okay? And let's sure ourselves up in the name of Jesus. If your vision needs to be persuaded, if God's giving you a vision, a plan, but it's looking pretty scary right now, pretty scarce, and you don't know if you should go on, okay, in the name of Jesus, Ajene, get in the word of God. Watch what comes out of your mouth about your business. Watch what comes out of your mouth. Let it all be to the glory of God, that he is with you, that he is for you, that he is fighting for you, that he is making all things well. I don't care how it looks. I don't care what it seems like. He's going to give you creative ideals. He's going to give you little mixes. He's going to give you things in your mind as you lean on him because he is for you. He's not against you. He is for you, and he's proud of you. He has put a vision in your heart. And don't. sometimes when God gives us a vision, we run with it, but we don't stay. Lord, what, what should I do today? Lord, how should I do it today? It's a daily vision. That's what God says, a daily vision, a daily direction. And God is going to bless you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just thank you right now for the word of God. We thank you for the word of God. And God, we thank you for that particular word, God, that you have sent, God, that it would Stir up and they would be fully persuaded in their spirits today to this word in their lives. Oh God, we thank you that they, we all want to be fully persuaded, God. Oh.
name. Oh God, we just thank you right now. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I want to do an invitation for those that haven't given your life to the Lord. Today is the day of salvation. Today you can come and say, God, I want you to be Lord over my life. And all you have to do is walk up and we will pray with you. I want to be in the family of God. You know, I, I sometimes we we just feel like we got some jacked up families and family mess, but the family of God got some jacked up stuff, but it has some good good it has a good good father that can get us all back together. Come on. We have the ultimate father, the ultimate father. And today I'm just inviting you to become and be a part of the family of God as we grow together and know God more. So if there's anybody today is the day of salvation. God just says, come. Maybe you've walked away from God. You've been hurt. You've been wounded. Oh, God, he will mend a broken heart. He will mend a broken heart. And today we just thank God. We thank God as you come. The Father is so happy to see you coming. Heaven rejoices. I said heaven rejoices. And if we're part of heaven, we rejoice with heaven. Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Somebody may not have a church home. We invite you today to be a part of this body. Oh, to come in and be planted in the house of the Lord so you can flourish and grow and flourish. And I want to say this. People, flourishing doesn't mean that all you get is good water. That's the problem with church sometimes. We think that coming into the house of the Lord to flourish means that all that's going to happen to me is good stuff. And so that's why we walk out of churches because adversity comes, trouble comes, things come against it, and those things come to make you strong. When the wind blows against that tiny shoot that's trying to grow up, out of the ground is making it strong you guys and so expect the wind yeah. expect the rain yeah. expect the dirt you're being sown into dirt y'all <laughs> expect the dirt yeah. but expect the power of God to be able to push you through that dirt up to the sun to become who you're supposed to be right in the house of God I said, right in the house of God. And so, Lord, we thank you right now. We thank you for Benita. We're so glad she's here today, God. We're so glad that you've kept her, God. And we ask right now in the name of Jesus, you know her heart right now. You know what's in her heart, God. And, Father, we ask right now that you would cover her, God, that you would bring her to the strength that she needs, God, to stand, to grow, God, to be all that you called her to be. Oh, God, we just thank you right now, God, for her heart, God. We ask right now that she would feel your presence, your joy your pleasure God in the name of Jesus that as she walks towards you you run to her in Jesus name amen you remember that part as you that happy about you and so we thank God today for the word of God you guys and let's take this word with us with us with us in Jesus name Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. As um, multimedia gives a given statement, I'm going to pray after they do that. Amen. <laughs>